information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. And we're rolling right now. We are at the table with Almond 89 and today's special guest, the Super Freak of the Week. <laughs> Charlotte Summerall, C-Dub in the house. Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny because now we have to add the whole Burton thing to it. She's all grown up on me, got married, has a baby. It's like, can you can you believe it? I wasn't sure if I should be like, um, well, my name technically now is is Burton. But, you know, no, here you. No, it's still C-Dub. It's, it's still all, here. It's always going to be C-Dub. <laughs> always going to be Charlotte Summerall, Burton now. But, uh, it's so good to have you in the house. and. Yeah, one of my favorite you. little athletes, and it's the first time we've had someone on the air with us, so this is cool. Have you know one of my former athletes and being a super freak of the week, and I say former, she still shows up with the baby and works out. So <laughs> I guess she's still one of my athletes. I can't get rid of her, so, so that's a good thing. I felt so. like y'all needed a female presence. Exactly, <laughs> and, and you were the right girl for the job. So, uh, so we're gonna have a great show today, and we're glad you guys can tune in and uh, check us out and. Got my little brother over there. He's ready to roll. So, That's right. I'm just coming back from uh, filming the Falcon 9 takeoff in Cape Canaveral. So I'm fired up, man. I'm inspired. Uh, you know, you know We're ready you. to lift off. Yeah, we're, we're 2020, ready. here we come. Here we go. We're going into space, baby. <laughs> that's right. We are that's going right. into space. I that's like right. it. I mean, I'm sure that I'm not the only one that's cheesy enough to make this connection, but 2020, 2020 vision. You know, you got to see what you're playing for. And today's topic is prepare to compete. So, uh, so why don't we lay it? Why don't we lay it down? Why don't we talk about what it takes to prepare for success? To prepare to compete. What are we talking about today, Coach? Well, you know, one of the things is I think that most people think that success is just going to happen. Like you're just going to wake up and do it. And for me, it's all about preparation. You know, it's it's you know the devil's in the details, as they say. So, what are the things are you doing while everybody else is sleeping? Because, you know, to be able to, to compete, you got to be ready. And then you'll have greater flexibility. You know, that's the other part of it. The more prepared you are, the less scared you are. That's the way I see it. <laughs> hey, if, when I'm prepared, I'm not scared, you know. Um, but when you're not, when you haven't put in the time, that's the thing we always say, too, is that the mirror doesn't lie. It knows whether you've been putting in work and trying to get ready or not. And uh, so with, with, with anything that I do, it's always about trying to give information to help people push themselves and discover what's on the inside of them. So uh, that's, that's, for me, that's never going to change. I think we just got to stretch people. Uh, I think C-Dub probably can tell us a few stories about how I, how I try to push and stretch and, and uh, connect the dots. You know, it's not about what's happening right now. It's about what's going to happen down the road. Yeah, I, I know that when I was working out with Almond, the biggest thing he would drive into us is that you don't know when your opportunity is coming. You could be sitting on the bench and the star player could break their leg and that's your shot. And if you didn't put in the work, if you didn't eat right, if you didn't come to training and your opportunity came, you better be ready. <laughs> that was one thing I remember always drilled into us is that you just don't know what's going to happen. And if you don't prepare, you're going to fail. But if you go into the game and you say, I've put in all the work and I've done everything I can, odds are you're going to be fine. Exactly. 
See, you see why I love her? Because, you know, again, she, she's ready to go. She obviously she's ready to, go. to me about some things. But, you know, what Charlotte's <laughs> saying is spot on. You know, my thing is, I think we're all just one play away from having the spotlight. I, I think if you look at it that way, I think, you know, in each one of our lives, we're literally one play away from being that guy or that girl that gets to step up and show what we have and, and uh, show that we can deliver or not deliver. So I, I think every day if you're living your life to where you're preparing and you're, and you're putting in the work and you're doing the things you need to do, when that moment comes, because you're going to get one shot. I mean, there's no do-overs. You pretty, you're pretty much going to have one opportunity to say, you know, I'm it or I'm not it. So uh, for me, just, just preparation. I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. I mean, if you're not prepared, I just think you're, man, whatever adversity come your way, you're going to run because you just know you're not ready for it. And over the past couple of weeks, we've talked about being your authentic self and the seven steps mm -hmm. to success there. And, uh, and, and when you're on the bench or when you're thinking about every day's game day and you're, and you're mentally trying to get there in preparation, what is it that triggers that belief that you do have the potential? And 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 Charlotte uh, Charlotte Burton, uh, <laughs> thank you thank you for being here. The middle name is Summerall, so you're still correct. Yes. All right, we're still safe. <laughs> we're still good. <laughs> All um, family here. I love it. So in terms of uh, you know when you when you identify because coach as we um, as we met as we've seen talent develop over the years and and gotten to know each other and I've seen gotten to know your athletes. One of the things I know about you is is you don't judge a book by its cover. In fact, you will usually get a quick read on uh, a vision for potential in other people, which is pretty impressive. Well, I mean, for me, I think, you know, it, it, to be a coach or to be a leader in any sense, I think that if you, when you first meet someone or see someone, if, if you can't see beyond what you're looking at, I think you're in trouble. Uh, I'll tell a quick story about Charlotte, which is one of, one of my favorites is, when, when her father contacted me about, you know, working with her and, and we, we met on the field for the very first time, you know, I put her through a quick workout and uh, pushed her a little bit. And, and then I walked off the field and walked right over to her, to Kyle and said, hey, listen, I think she can play college soccer. And he kind of looked at me like, what are you talking about here? But I wasn't looking at where Charlotte was. I was looking at the effort that she had given me, the attitude that she had brought, and the behavior that she exhibited just in that first workout. And I just knew that, you know what, if she continues to show up, and if she continues to do exactly what she did today, she, this girl can play at the next level. And, and, you know, she proved me right, she did. But it was just, you know, I, I think as a leader, as a coach, if you're looking at a person where they are I mean because that says to me if you can't look beyond that that says to me I'm not going to do my job it says hey I'm not going to develop her I'm not going to push her I'm not going to make them better and and I know me better than that you know I, I know what I'm going to bring to the table so you know any person that I'm coaching whether it's executive coaching whether it's athlete coaching if they bring their part and I bring my part we, we probably going to be all right I know that when my dad when he brought me over and he said that at the time for for listeners out there, I was 5'2", maybe 120 pounds, soaking wet, not of muscle. And Almond helped me to have a clear-cut vision of what I wanted to be. So, Greg, you, you talked about well, what is it, what makes you prepare. It's having that vision of yourself. And Almond said, you can do it. That's the vision. Your vision is to play college soccer. And that vision, you will have new ones all the time. 
But at that point in my life, okay, that's it. For the next two and a half years, that's my vision. That's my goal. And now the preparedness comes in. And now now we're going to do all the little steps to get there. You know, again, it's, it's, it's as, as a... <laughs> People always ask me, like, you know, what's the most satisfying thing to me? And I always say, listen, anytime you have the opportunity to sow into someone's life and then actually are fortunate enough to watch them grow up. So what's happening right now between me and Charlotte and you guys and all our listeners, this is why I do what I do. I mean, she clearly understands that, look, yep, I have this vision, I paint this picture, and we talked about this on the show, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and I said, listen, <laughs> it's not about the goal. It's about doing all those little things. And that's what she just said. Yeah, this is my vision. And it's good, but, but we got to do these little things every day. So, again, as a person who's, who's been with her, good Lord, 12, 12, 13 years now, whatever it's been, to hear her say, yep, you know, it's the little things. I do have these visions, and they change all the time. And now watching her as a wife and as a mother, plus she works, she's still using all of those things that I gave her, that to me is what it's all about. Because she's going to pay it forward. I mean, you know, little Allie's going to get this from her mom. You know, she's going to get it. And, and that's what we talk about all the time is how do we help people get better? This is a perfect example. I like to throw in a yeah, but question. Mm-hmm. You know that about I me do. now. So <laughs> I'm going to be That's how you are. We, we, might, we might as well just say we like to eliminate excuses. Exactly. If we're going to move this thing forward, if we're going to you know, go to war with a paintbrush, if mm-hmm. we're going to change the world, we definitely got to be able to ask difficult questions. So yeah, but Charlotte, you know, I'm not, I'm not in that position in life uh, where you know, I, can, I can go in and, and start doing that athletic training or, you know, yeah, but I'm – I'm faced with this conversation that I'm having to have with my family or, you know, whatever it is that, that gets in the way. We're talking about college athletes and high school athletes a lot of, a lot of the time. But what I just heard you point out is you got a, a, a young mother here, right? Somebody that, that has made a decision that the yeah buts, I ain't going to worry about them. So talk to us about when, you, when you, you either hear those voices in your head or you start to see that there are some obstacles, some things. You just you block them out or, or what do you do with those? That's a great question. I'm so glad you asked, because I am the wrong person to ask that question to. Um, So when my husband, he's now a firefighter, I said, okay, I now have to make sure I'm the only source of income. I want to be fit. I have to drop off, pick up at daycare. I have to do all these things. How am I going to balance it all? And again, it goes back to preparedness. What are you going to do? At that time, I also said a goal for myself was I wanted to compete in a fitness competition and a fitness challenge. So every night I got up and I meal prepped. Sometimes it was 11 o'clock at night. I would get up at 5 a.m. And those voices that you're talking about, they're never going to go away. I had so many people laugh at me, say, oh, sure, I did the same thing, but I'm not you. I really want to do this. And I mean, it wasn't it would be strangers I would tell them hey why are you eating that oh I'm doing a fitness competition you just got to tune them out because they don't know who you are what your goals are so the biggest thing is you just have to do it you just have to do the work and you might have to stay late or get up early but that's just what you have to do and after eight weeks I never cheated I never once had a sip of soda I never once had anything processed I literally cooked every 
everything I ate, we maybe went out one time and I had a very tiny piece of steak. I ended up winning $5,000. So although I understand your question and that, well, what do you do if I can't do this? It's, it's not that you can, it's that you won't. When you take out the word can't and instead say, I won't meal prep because I'm too busy. Or I won't do this because my husband says that um, we can't afford a gym. Well, you can go running. Running's free. There are so many things you can do with your mindset if you just insert the word won't instead of can't. You, again, brother. You, you see it again. Heat, Woo. baby. Heat. Yeah, you knew she was going to square up today, too. Look, this, 89, this, she's, 89 this, is line of sight right this now. This is what we create right here, baby. This is super freak that you're talking to over here, man. Well, you know what's funny about what CW is saying is prior to her doing all of these things, I was fortunate enough to speak for her company and she was telling me about what Justin was planning and, and you know, and I'm going to be the only one working. And I told her, oh, you can do this. I, I mean, like she's telling me as if, you know, hey, coach, here's what's getting ready to happen. And I just look at her, well, okay, I don't see the problem. Because I knew she could do it because she's done this so many times before. You know, she tore her ACL. She came back. Like, so I know what's on the inside of her. And, and what's great when, when I listen to what Charlotte is saying is, man, you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know what's inside. And I think when people can get to that place to be their authentic self, which we talked about the last couple of times, that's where the magic happens. The magic happens when you can be your authentic self and say, hey, look, you don't know me, not trying to be arrogant, not trying to think I'm better than you. I'm just saying, you don't know me like that. And, and so it's so, man, you, you don't even understand how great it is just to sit here and listen to her. And we talk all the time about empowering people. And I tell you, for me, especially women, I'm, I'm always trying to empower them. And so when I hear her, speak the way she speak and do the things that she do look this is this is what we're trying to create right here someone that knows their authentic self she knows her value so charlotte's never going to lose her voice she's going to always push back she's always going to work through which is great because she's going to teach her daughter her daughter's going to push back her daughter's going to fight through that's what we're trying to create that's how we make this 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 revolution's real man it's real. This is what I'm telling you. It's real. Well, my next question was, uh, and, and for our listeners out there, if you haven't figured it out, Charlotte is our super freak of the week. And so we are <laughs> celebrating her. We felt like we might as well just give her to you firsthand and let you have access to her information, her knowledge, her voice, her personality. And, and we have, without a doubt, um, you know, we see – how you're moving the ball forward, how you're continuing to advance things. And my next question was, what's next? And then you mentioned, you mentioned the next generation. So there's, there's, so I'll rephrase the question. Is there ever not a new, bigger challenge you could take on? Again, we're talking about prepare to compete every day's game day. Um, you know, what's down the road? What's next? How do you, so you, you had success. Well, you wake up the next day and you get to sit, out, sit back and enjoy that success? Well, well you know, that's not how we roll, baby. We always kicking the can down the road, you know, and, and, and we talk about once you reach success, it's gone. I mean, you know, she had her challenge. She won that. So, look, we, that, we can't rest on yesterday's laurels. I mm -hmm. mean, so we got to dream bigger. 
and we got to continually go. And I know that's what she's doing in her life. I'm not going to speak for her, but I guarantee you, in her head, she she's playing for something else because she has to. <laughs> uh, my vision is I want a body weight snatch. So before I have my next child, I right now I'm sitting at about, um, and for those of you that don't know, a snatch um, is a weightlifting move where the barbell comes from the ground to overhead. You catch it in a squat position. I'm sitting right now at 140. My one rep max is 135. So I'm right on the cusp. And a body weight snatch for anybody that actually weightlifts or does CrossFit or is somewhat aware of that realm, that's a really, really good milestone. So that would be something really great for me. If you don't have a vision, like you said, you've reached the top, you've won. Now your vision is to find the vision. You need to figure it out. The biggest thing that's really helped drive me, I've had a lot of women on Instagram too. Um, I had Pop Sugar reach out to me to do an article on my weight loss transformation, how I did it. I had a lot of traction for that. And like you said, we're trying to morph the next generation. Well, that's also morphing the parents and the moms and the dads, and they need to have the knowledge to do that. So if we're not here saying, hey, I did it, here's how you can do it too, we're not doing our jobs. And there's no excuse not to do it. 89. I can really <laughs> just drop the mic and just let my baby girl go ahead and run with this thing. See, yeah, listen, man, y'all sleeping. Don't be sleeping on us over here. These super freaks are doing some things, and, and, and this revolution, like I said, don't sleep on us. We're we going to take over the world because we're, we're creating a lot of people who know their value and their voices are now being heard and now people are reaching out and that's what this is all about you know I mean she just hit it right on the head you know when she said look you know everybody has the potential to be great you just have to make a decision you gotta make a decision what you're willing to give up how hard you're willing to push what are you willing to do but what I love about Charlotte and we talk about this on the show She's sharing the information. She's not being successful and then keeping it all to herself. Hey, anybody that reaches out to her and want to know how she lost the weight or, or how she stays fit or how she manages, you know, a husband and a baby and working, you know, she has no problem telling them. And that's why I tell you that information is, is so important. You've got to be willing to share that information. What I heard, too, is Operation Love Letter. Oof. I mean, she came out of the gates. No, 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 no. I'm going to love me. That's right. I'm going to love me right now. That's right. That's what's next. And the beautiful thing about that, she doesn't apologize. She doesn't apologize for loving you herself can't. And, and making time to meal prep and making time to work out. Listen, she sends me videos, and, and little Allie is down with her as she's working out. She just takes the baby with her. She, you know, she's like, well, I got to have my time, and I'll, I'll bring her with me. But I gotta have my time. And I think that's important. You have to be able to love you so you can love other people. And I guarantee you Justin feels that and I guarantee you Allie feels that because she's happy. She loves who she is. She knows who she is. So that transfers into every aspect of her life. I was just about to bring up my husband because again, you're right. You can't be apologetic for taking that you time, for taking the mommy time because you are going to be such a better human being if you do, I promise. But Justin, my husband, I am so fortunate to have such a great support system and that he always encourages me, go to the gym for 30 minutes or just last night he meal prepped for me. 
That's the secret, ladies. Find a man that will meal prep for you, and your life will okay. become okay. so much better. That's I'm just saying. But again, yeah. you know what she's talking about now? Yeah. Charlotte picked her team. Yeah. She picked a teammate. She picked Justin. Mm-hmm. She picked her team. That's what this thing's all about. You've got to be willing to pick your team. And she lets her voice be heard. I guarantee you Justin heard her. I mean, he ain't there meal prepping, isn't he? Uh, he knows. He knows the deal. <laughs> but again, when you know your value, oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That's why she's a super freak of the week. It's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's a lot of little things. It's, you know, it, it's, it's watching her grow from this, this kid at Nice to now this woman. And she's still using all of those things to transform her life into what she wants it to be. And, and that, that's what makes you a super freak, when you're constantly growing and evolving. And every time I'm with her, she's just growing. So that's a beautiful thing. That's what we like. One point that you hit on as well was that, you know, Allie's on the floor. Allie's looking. Allie sees daddy helping mom get fit. And same thing with him. I, I try to support him and let him go have his time. But the important thing is now, and I know that everybody's focusing on body images and not fat shaming and doing this and doing that. The real thing that I want to take out of it, and hopefully, Greg, you'll agree with me here, is the girls that we're raising, the daughters that we're raising, I really want her to look at me and not see me freaking out if I'm a size zero. I want her to see me hit a body weight snatch because that's what beauty is. Beauty is seeing the potential of your body and your muscles and all that hard work. And I'm sure Sophie feels, you want her to feel the same way. Beautiful is when you've worked so hard in soccer and then you score a goal and you have amazing, beautiful quads that are built to do amazing things on the soccer field. That's what I want the next generation to take out of this. And I feel like we're, we're getting closer, but there's still a ways to go. Man, if you guys are listening right here, y'all better recognize, boy. <laughs> this heat. Hey, this, this heat. And I don't have to. You know what's so great about it? I don't have to bring all the heat. I'm just going to start bringing all my athletes in one after another. <laughs> they sound like little clones, don't they? You should be getting scared right now. <laughs> sound like a little clone, right? Yeah, well, we would be scared if we weren't your athletes, too. <laughs> That's right. right. Let's be honest. <laughs> if I wasn't, <laughs> I'd be out of here. By the time she started opening her mouth, I might have run out. <laughs> but because um, I'm afraid we're gonna have to do laps. <laughs> yeah, we are going to train after this, or we're gonna film some training. We didn't tell you that, but we need a model to train for us, so we've dialed you up. No. I'm actually going to the gym after this. Not even lying. If y'all want to come along, come throw down at CrossFit. <laughs> oh man, she just threw down a challenge. That, that's you, eighty nine. That's you. <laughs> so, um, so one of the things that I see out. In, uh, in our society right now that really stands out is something that I don't hear a lot about, but uh, it's one of the isms. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically, uh, we've identified the Almond Gunner experience, athletes growing exponentially. The, the, there's no coincidence that we chose age mm-hmm. as the name. Mm-hmm. But what I see is ageism. I see, I see an entire generation of people that are, that are in the latter stages of life that maybe didn't build the same foundation that, that Charlotte and, and we've been able to do maybe physically, right? But we can see what they're going through on, on the healthcare system, right? Mm-hmm. And we can see how at those latter stages, you want to be able to function. You want to have a lot of uh, capacity. You want to you maximize the potential of your body. 
but there's not that same narrative happening, right? Right. So right. I think what, what I hear also from Charlotte is that, you know, we're going to rewrite that narrative. But I think that there's an audience out there that, that has an opportunity to, to say, you know, look, at every stage, I'm going to continue to help, and I'm going to continue to help other people. And so in the holiday season, as we're all coming together with families, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what, what you have in mind for your, for your challenge this week, but, uh, but, you know, we stand on other people's shoulders. And I know you value your family. You value your family, Charlotte. What are some things we can do, and, and how can we continue to, to really elevate uh, everyone's joy? Well, I, I think for me, you know, like I tell you, every day for me kind of stays the same as far as my mission. It's helping people maximize their potential to be the best version of themselves. Uh, when I see the holiday season coming up or, or any time I'm just around someone in general, I think the sharing of the information of not only, you know, mental and physical fitness and, and, and how it helps you, but I think we, we have to be really strategic about just putting that information out there. I mean, especially with, with your loved ones, the people that you really love the most, right? Uh, I always say, if, you know, like my grandmother, she's 108. And I go, man, if I'm going to live to 108, I really want some other family members with me, you know, at 108 and, and, and still be able to. So I think we have to be really strategic but deliberate about sharing this information about the power of mental and physical fitness, like why it's important, why we need it. You know, the older you get, I mean, look, I know I look young, but man, brother, five—I got five grandkids, and 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 for me, it's about—I I don't want to fall and, and break a hip. I want to be able to move. I want to be able to do some things, right? So that requires me to work at it. You know, I have to try to eat right. I mean, or not. I mean, you know, it's like my grandfather would say: either you're going to do it or not. Uh, but I think we we have to be very deliberate about really helping people, and and those are uncomfortable conversations sometimes. Like those, those can be really uncomfortable conversations, but what's the alternative if we don't? And we, we have a real opportunity here to really change some lives, to really help the next generation of parents, I mean, of kids, of students, of professional athletes. I mean, I think we have an opportunity to create some, some strong leaders. If you start coaching them young, and you have these kids and they're going home and they're seeing grandma sitting on the couch every day. I mean, the goal is to get people out of the nursing homes. You don't want them sitting on the couch. You want to implement functional fitness. The squat, it's as simple as it sounds, an air squat, that's part of functional fitness. That's when you pick up something off the ground. Every arm movement that you do to open the refrigerator or get something out of the pantry, just simple movements, walking, doing the healthy essentials. Those are things that your athletes can again teach their parents, teach their grandparents, and I'm sure all the parents, when they drop off your kids and you're looking at the parents and you're like, hey, you're dropping off your kid to work out with me, but you're eating McDonald's over there. What kind of example are you setting? That's, that's real key. So, I mean, again, that's what we do every day, right? We're just constantly trying to teach. And, and, and Charlotte can attest to, to all of my athletes, I always challenge them, right, to be leaders. I challenge them to have a voice. I challenge them to push and to give back. So I expect them to go home and help their parents be better, especially in the fitness arena. I mean, anything that I'm giving them, listen, if it'll help your parents, please do. If it'll help another student, please do. You know, so I'm constantly challenging every single athlete that crossed my path. We got to be leaders. 
I mean, let, let's face it. You know, when I go into high schools and I go into middle schools, and, and, and principals hate this. But your athletes run the school. It is what it is. <laughs> they run the school. People look up to them, right? So why not get them on board? Why not get them engaged? Why not develop their character, mentally and physically? Why not help them to be leaders both off the field and on the field? That should be where we're going with this thing. It's only going to make for a better job market because now you're going to have people that come in that really want to be productive. They really want to push themselves. Nobody's sitting around. Nobody's ducking. You know, work starts at 7:30, but they don't start at 8 because they're talking. Well, we can change that narrative. I mean, all we got to do is just help people understand that you know you can be as productive as you want. As we were kind of uh, spitballing how we'd start the show and what we would talk about, we don't plan these things. I mean, we just, no, you know, we, just do. we say 89, you know, hit record whenever you're ready. We roll into it. Um, but one of the things we talked about were trending topics. What are some, you know, what are, what are the conversations that are being had? And instantly our minds go to the, the negative headlines, you know, whether it's the impeachment mm -hmm. or... Now it's uh, the Lizzo exposure moment. <laughs> Apparently, I missed, and I'm yeah, the only one who missed too. it. I guess I, I missed Plural. it. I mean, you know, but um, but you know, why is it that the news is is you know primarily negative, right? Or or the headlines, the trending topics tend to be negative. And we we love the the cute moments that pop mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. but in terms of elevating the narrative narrative and identifying stories that are that are really going to inspire and create a a new picture in people's minds. Uh, why is it that we miss those stories half the time or more? And um, and what can we do to continue to, to promote that? Well, I, I think it's just easier for people to be negative, right? You know, mm. uh, my, <laughs> I, I, you know, misery loves company. And I think that for me, I, I always promote positivity for one reason because negative behavior can't dwell where positive behavior is. You, you will eventually drive it out. It's like MLK said, at the end of the day, only love can conquer hate. So I believe that only being positive can, can conquer negative behavior. But you have to understand, it's just a lot easier to pull people down versus pick them up. And so you have so many people who, who don't know their value. You have so many people that don't know that they can be great. So it's really easy to manipulate them. It's really easy to, to make them, you know, chase this, this rabbit hole thing. Uh, whereas when you get positive people, they're focused. You know, they have a vision. They, they know where they're going. They don't have time for it. They don't waste time. And uh, so I think we have to do a better job of just maintaining our positivity. You know, I always say to people, hey, if you're negative, you can't be around me. That's just the way it is. I'll just walk on the other side of the street, you know. No disrespect to you, whatever. It's just that I don't have to be around it. That's the beauty about being an adult is that you get to make adult decisions. And one of my adult decisions is I'm not going to be around negative people. As you get older, that list gets a lot longer of people who mm -hmm. you end up cutting out. And then pretty soon you're flipping through all the pages like, well, I really don't have that many positive people anymore because it just doesn't. The media, like Greg said, it's just consumed. They're just mm -hmm. consumed by it. That's mm -hmm. what's selling. Again, your point, it's our job as being positive people to put that message out there to inspire others and, and huddle together and pick your team. Say, hey, you're positive. I like how you make me feel. You encourage me. Let's hang out. Let's have a conversation. Let's sit down at a table and have a conversation. 
You know, again, <laughs> you know, again, one, my athlete saying something that's just remarkable. A lot of, a lot of you might have just missed what she said. She didn't say, "Let's text." She, she didn't say, "Let's email." She said, "Let's sit down at the table and have a conversation." That means face to face. That's where we got to get back to. Mm -hmm. We got to get back to face to face. Knowing each other, really knowing each other, really knowing who our friends are. I mean, that's that's the key. I mean, that's how you promote being positive. I have two mommy friends that I work out with. I cross it with them. Those are the people that I've really gravitated to, especially other moms. Some, I mean, I have other friends too that don't really do CrossFit. They run, but they're still a super positive influence on my life. They don't necessarily have to be athletes. They just have to be your cheerleader and on your team. Literally on the way over here, I got a phone call from one of them. We did a CrossFit competition in October. All of us are moms. There are four kids in between the three of us. Called me and said, I had an awesome time in October at that competition. You want to throw down again? And just put us all in the same message. And within two seconds, everybody's texting like, when is it? When are we going to do it? And that's what we need, especially with moms. Yeah, you got. You just got to pick your team. You got to put yourself, you know, in, in, a, in a position to be around positive people. I always say, you know, you got to, for a seed to grow, you got to put it in fertile soil. You, you got to put it in the right soil. And I, and I think that we have to do, again, be very deliberate about who, who, who we're, you know, picking our team to be and, and what messages that we're taking in. Because, I, listen, at the end of the day, you're going to play for the picture that's painted in your head. So if it's a negative picture, that's what you're going to play for. And so I think we have to guard that picture, that vision, you know, make sure that it's positive. Greg, can I throw the bomb? Can I throw it now? Uh, yeah, let me get out of the room first. <laughs> Go ahead. So what happens in a situation with a young person that doesn't have the positive person? Maybe they're growing up in a home where there's drugs everywhere and mom and dad aren't home. For me, if I didn't, you know, when I, I can't really compare to that situation, mm -hmm. but in the beginning of my challenge when I didn't have it, I would listen to podcasts and I would listen to these positive people on the radio that's what comes to mind, but but what do you guys think about that? Man, God, see, this is why I love her, man. She just serves it up and then coach hits it out the park. You know, growing up, my grandfather used to say, Almond, if you feel that you don't have a positive role model, the library is full of them. Hmm. It's full of them. So that's what I've learned. I mean, what, what I've learned, and that's why I love information. Because if, if you're growing up in a situation that's not positive, you, you, you've got to want to get out of that and, and pick up a book. You've got to start taking in some additional information that you're not going to get at home or you're not going to get at school. So you've got to put the right information. But information's everywhere now. That's the beauty. And so you find something that you can identify with. It goes back to, you know, growing up the way I grew up. Man, I had just great coaches. I had great teachers. Man, they developed us. I mean, really developed us. That's where we got to get back to. Those are the things that are missing now, is that real development, right? That real development that says, this is the right way. And right is right even if no one's doing it. And wrong is wrong even if everyone's doing it. So when we can get back to there, I, I, I think, you know, we, we're going to be in a better place. Well, I tell you what, we've hit on a lot of topics today. Make a decision. Love yourself. Operation Love Letter. And I like how we broke it down, not just from a, the standpoint of, 
what we're doing, but you know, some other things, functional fitness type things that can be done by just about anybody. Make a decision, stay positive, be positive. Uh, and, and what I heard you kind of identify is you want to magnify and gravitate towards the positive. You know, mm-hmm. identify that. And, and if you see that, you see positivity in somebody, don't be afraid to say it. Don't be exactly. Afraid. Create what you want, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and then pick your team, right? Pick your team. So, man, I, I tell you what, it's been an amazing show. We are absolutely honored that you came on. I mean, you definitely elevated it from the moment you walked in through the conversation. Oh, thank you. Coach, what's the challenge of the week? I'm going to put it on you. Oh. That's cool. 89. Ooh. I like oh, that. Just oh, hit the brakes. Oh, look, at, look at 89. Wow. 89. I like C-dub. that. I like that. But Take it over. So, yeah. Come on. Give us give us a challenge. It's the Christmas holidays, you know. Uh, so, give us a challenge. The challenge of the week, whenever you are in a car, whenever you're going somewhere, whether you're driving or you're on a bus or some form of transportation, do something that will develop yourself, whether it's reading a book or listening to a podcast or, or whatever else. It needs to help yourself. Um, I know that motivational videos for me, just that 10, 15 minutes, it resets your mind and gets you completely ready for the day. Imagine starting your day going to work, listening to this podcast or listening to a speech by Arnold Schwarzenegger and how he became Mr. Olympia every day and how much more positive of a person you would be. That's my challenge. Ooh, baby. <laughs> so so what I what I just heard C Dub really say is your challenge this week is make time for yourself. Yeah. Make time to develop and grow yourself. Man, I love that. That's a great challenge. Ooh, baby. I see you over there, little brother. I, I see you shaking your head. This is what we do. If I keep marching these athletes in here, man, it's going to be rough. Well, I, I'm going to slow you down. Can we go ahead and, and just plan for you to be on the next podcast? Sure. All right. I'll put I'm you around. on the spot. I'll put I'm you on around. The spot. <laughs> cool. Well, well, you know, anytime, uh, anytime you can be with us. You know, it's it's always Thanks, fun for me. It's, it's always just great to have you around. I mean, just a positive person uh, doing great things. And, and it's just scary to think of her now as, as, as married and a mom. It's <laughs> scary know? for me, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, but, uh, but, I'm, but I'm really happy at your success and what you're doing and all the things that I saw in you at such a young age that you're really, you're really doing it. And that's, that's what this is all about. Thank you. A lot different. A lot different now than yeah. when I first met you. Yeah. So I like it. You know, she went from this shy, unsure person to, to being confident and, and fulfilling her dreams and, and setting goals. And um, I love it. You, you, you know, it's people like her that, that inspire me to, to keep pushing toward this revolution. This is why. This is why we do what we do right here. 89. Every day is game day. Every day is game day. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next week. We out.